This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer. Been with you here a long time, folk. Maybe you just tuned in for the first time. This is the First Baptist Church of Algiers. We in New Orleans there for many, many years till Katrina came along and washed us out. We moved up here to Walker, where Old Trailblazer was born and raised. And we built a new church and a new chapel, a new bookstore. And uh, the Lord is blessing us now giving us the radio missions radios and worldwide 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have a website, radiomission.org. You can find almost any information you want there. We're located in Walker on Old Highway 190. And uh, we're bringing you a series of study. We've been to a trailblazer. Pastor Shelton was the original trailblazer, and he wrote old Dan out, clippity-clop, clippity-clop. I don't have the sound effects. I wish I did. But he would shoot an old snake or shoot an old wolf on the way to church on Sunday morning. But this is, this is we're just bringing you the gospel. But we're bringing you a study now on the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit. And we're looking at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We saw that the first gift that there is is a gift, a word of wisdom. That's the first gift that the Holy Spirit ever gives a poor soul. And then the word of knowledge. That's the second gift. And then the the third gift is a gift of faith. We were looking at that in our last study, and we come down to now to the gifts of healing. The gifts, G-I-F-T-S, of healing. Also there in verse 28, uh, we call our attention to the gifts of healing. Now, let me call your attention. We're going to get started in just a moment. But uh, you stay with us, if you will. We're putting all of these messages on the thumb drive. We'll be able to mail them to you and send them to you. Or you can pick them up here, come by the office and pick them up. Listen, uh, the word in the, we saw that the word was in the plural. Gifts, G-I-F-T-S. And uh, we're going to get back in our study. The very expression, the gifts of healing, which is a double plural, we saw that in our last study, shows that the exercise of power is directed by the Holy Spirit in, a, in special cases. Now, not for one moment would I think of denying that the gifts of healing was not given to the church in this age. It is. But the gift, G-I-F-T of healing, that is, to heal everyone, was not given to individuals in the church's day or in the days of the early church or today. But the gifts of healing was given, which, as we said, is the exercise of the power of the Holy Spirit to heal in special cases. The Lord Jesus Christ exercised the power of healing in his ministry. But Christ did not heal everybody he came into contact with. I know when I was a child coming up, my mother visited the Pentecostal church once in a while when she could catch a ride. But we didn't go to church. We had a non-religious home. We didn't even have a Bible in our home. But we were uh, hardworking, morally clean people, but we just didn't go to church. My dad didn't go. My mother didn't go very often. But every now and then out here in the country, one of these uh, high-powered high-rolling, uh, faith-healing uh, people would come through the town, our little old village here, with a healing ministry with a tent, and they would set up out there in the square somewhere, 
and then they would put on a campaign, a healing campaign. And I remember well, like it was yesterday, we had a lady lived in our area. I knew her, my mother, she and my mother were great friends. But she had a problem with her eyes. We used to call it cross-eyed. She looked cross-eyed at you. And she was a decent person, real sweet lady. And I've been there many, many times. But every year when that tent would come through, she would get healed. Oh, she would get healed, get her eyes straightened out. But as soon as that healed, soon as that tent left the area, she's back cross-eyed again. That was just a joke, my friend. It was a joke. It's just like all this healing campaign. I've been to them where they had ambulances backed up to the tent, where they had stretchers and people throw down their crutches. All of that is Satan, my friend. No, sir. But we get back in it. Listen, there are two extreme. There are two extremes in divine healing today. One is the cold, orthodox view which denies divine healing, claiming that God uses only natural means to raise the sick. Then there are those who claim to have the gift of divine healing and who put the major emphasis on, on of all their ministry. There's nothing but healing, nothing but healing. Nothing. But you know what, my friend? The greatest thing in this life, if it ever happens to you, is to be saved to be eternally saved, to go be with the Lord God of heaven when you die and to live a Christian life before you die, my friend. But listen, listen, they, they put all the major emphasis on all of their ministry on, on the phase of divine work and claim that they've been, they have the gift of healing and can heal everyone they come into contact with. Now, I've seen those folks. I've been to those tent meetings once and twice. Listen, one is just as wrong as the other. The gifts of divine healing have been given to the church. Now, let's use it for God's glory, for the edification of the saints, for the building of the body of Christ. Remembering that the healing of the body is not the principal message of the minister. No, sir, that's not my, man. That's not my message. I, I preach Christ as a living reality to a poor lost sinner. What is salvation? A deliverance from sin. S-I-N, my friend. But listen, also remember that the gifts of healing are bestowed upon the individual whom the Holy Spirit wills, and he does not give them to everybody. If the Holy Spirit has given you the gifts of healing, thank the Lord for it. Use it when the Holy Spirit leads you. Be humble with it, remembering one thing. Your testimony is blood redemption in Christ. This gift, as other gifts, can only be exercised as the Spirit of God leads. Now, the fifth gift mentioned here is the working of miracles. Literally, the operation, operating of works of power. Let me call your attention again to the double plural. Operations of works of power or miracles. The church walking in the will of God under the power of the Holy Spirit will witness marvelous works of grace and operations of power that will be astonish the world. Such statements seem strange to the present day, cold, orthodox church who, who has rejected the Holy Spirit and is working in the energy of the flesh. Then because of the unbelief that reigns in the church today, no longer does the church expect to see great manifestations of the power of the Holy Spirit in the hearts and lives of individuals, in casting out demons, 
seeing the vilest of sinners transformed into the likeness of the Son of God. And, and the things brought to pass that only can be brought out are brought forth by the Holy Spirit. Brethren, my friend, let's quit ourselves like men. Humble ourselves before God. Let the Holy Spirit have His way. Cease to work in our own energy that the power of God might be met, manifested throughout our ministry. Oh, my friend. Now, let's notice the sixth gift, and that is the gift of prophecy. That's interesting, isn't it? Is that an interesting study, my friend? The word prophecy here has two meanings. First, first it foretells things which are going to happen. It is pre-written history. Second, to foretell the things of Christ. Listen, the emphasis here on prophecy is that it that of witnessing or telling what Christ has done for you, my friend, as a poor old soul. Brought you to see yourself as a lost sinner. Brought you to trust the Lord as your Savior. Listen, or telling what Christ has done for you. When the Holy Spirit takes hold of the individual, or as stated in Acts 1.8, when the Holy Ghost has come upon you, Ye shall be witnesses of me. Ye shall be witnesses unto me. Paul states that prophecy is one of the outstanding gifts. And he says in 1 Corinthians 14, Brethren, covet to prophesy. And he says in 1 Corinthians 14, 1, Follow after charity, love, and desire spirit-filled spiritual gifts, but rather that ye prophesy, that ye may prophesy which shows that Paul puts the emphasis on prophecy as probably the greatest of all gifts. Now, when Paul says here that the seventh gift is the discerning of spirit, John said, Know ye the Spirit of God. In this day and time when we live in, every born-again believer ought to pray for the gift of discerning of spirit. As we are living in the last days and need to know the difference between the Spirit of Christ and the spirit of the Antichrist, which is Satan. Then, then listen, the gift of tongues, which means languages. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit filled the disciples, it says, they spoke in other, they spake in other tongues, that is, languages, and every individual heard the wonderful works of God in their own language. It was not a jabbering and unknown tongue all, but a perfect language that those individuals filled with the Holy Spirit had never learned in their natural way. It was a gift bestowed upon them, which they used to get the Word of God over to people of other languages. All the, other, all the early disciples did not receive the gift of other languages. 1 Corinthians 12, 30 says, Paul states this, do all, listen, do all speak with tongues, which shows that all the early disciples did not have that gift. But many did, my friend. And we'll take it up in our next study and uh, coming down to the close of this study. But I want to just mention to the old trailblazers will be here every day, Monday through Friday. And all of these messages will be on uh, CDs if you prefer CDs. Or we're going to put them on thumb drive. It'll be the whole series of work of the Holy Spirit. All of those subjects we'll get into and give you the titles to them before we get through. We have several more. And I remember, don't, don't forget, 
we hear every day, Monday through Friday, the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendarvis. And remember, I asked you to help me with the broadcast. The Bible says, go forth in all the world and preach the gospel. And that's what we're doing by the Internet. We're 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Remember our, our website? Everybody has a website these days, don't they? But our website here is radiomissions.org. You go there, and you can find out all the information about the old trailblazer, Pastor Pendora. And then also we have a magazine, the Voice of Truth magazine. If you'd write and subscribe to it, I think it's 2 or $3 a year. And it comes out every quarter. Well worth it. Well worth it, my friend. Got a letter by the pastor. No, some of Pastor Shelton's letters to Awaken Center. Material by Dr. Copeland. Oh, what a gracious old man of God Dr. Copeland was. Then we have the Children's Story Hour there. And we have a list of all of our services. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But the old trailblazer, uh, we're happy to have you with us. Maybe you come by one day and eat a piece of pie and drink some coffee with you. Invite me by there one day, my friend. I'll come by there if you need driving distance here from Walker. And uh, the old trailblazer is getting kind of old, so I don't get out too much anymore. But old Dan is faithful. Clip it a clopping down the road and go by the sawmill, go by the where they're cutting logs and uh, cotton gin. And then I promise you one day we're going to hear the choir sing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the choir to sing for us one morning. Early, early, early on we sang, we just sang Amazing Grace. Wouldn't that be nice? We'll try to do that in our, maybe the next study or two. But remember my mailing address, and I asked you to help me with the broadcast just a little if you can. And I know if you can't, just that's all right with me. I'm the only the Lord knows. And the Lord has blessed me, been able to help with the sponsor of this broadcast for many, many years. And uh, most of you know that I don't take a salary from this church. I've been here 25 years or so. But remember, my mailing address, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. Until we meet again, may God bless you. Thank you. Goodbye. Pastor Pendarvis thanks listeners who emailed, called, and wrote him recently with encouragement to continue airing this broadcast. If you have not done so, take a moment to let Pastor Pendarvis know you appreciate this ministry. Email pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. That's pastor at radiomissions.org or call 225-664-8658. 